get into it and and you know see how we go. Mark, uh, so Mal starts off chapter seven with an acknowledgement here that I, I think is really crucial and is really fundamental as well to the the contribution he's making um, with his analysis of economic power, where he he says that you know Marx Marx's failure to examine uh, the labor of social reproduction, the kind of socially necessary labor that happens outside of the wage relation, the kind of labor that uh, very often is performed by uh, women in an unwaged uh, and domestic context, right? That the um, that this form of labor has been, uh, and its role in the capitalist economy is one of the most damaging and blind spots in Marx's critique of political economy, right? It was something that uh, while he, you know, Marx mentions it or, or kind of makes note of it here and there, it's never in any serious or sustained way. It's never really fully analyzed or theorized or described, right? Like, you know, his focus is on the kind of the social logic of capital and and understanding it within the context of industrial capitalism, right? He's he's very much doing an analysis of uh, the early days of industrialization and understanding like things like the creation of wage labor and the factory system, but the bigness of these kind of innovations within capitalism, of these manifestations of the social logic of capital took up his focus in large part, right? And so it's, we we should and can um, say that, you know, while his analysis does, as we'll see, have a lot to say in terms of understanding the labor of social reproduction, the socially necessary labor that happens outside the circuits of commodity production or capital circulation, um, but is necessary to those circuits to sustaining their motion. Um, that he, you know, his analysis has a lot to say about that, but he doesn't do it right. It's 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 the requirement is on us to kind of take that analysis, to take that theory further. Um, and that, and you know, that did not happen as well until much later after Marx was writing, you know, and, and this is of course, because, you know, we can blame uh, the, the blindness of misogyny on this, right. That like, you know, people just weren't uh, the, the people who, were in positions to publish and profess about these analyses uh, were not themselves concerned with these kinds of social relations in any um, serious way, right? Um, or rather, at least the people who uh, were in a position to be uh, the most well-known or the most famous or the most influential. Obviously, there's... Um, a lot, you know, there, there, there is much more to be said. Uh, thinking about thing, you know, people like um, Mary Wollstonecraft, right, in the 19th century, um, with the the vindication of the rights of women, right, this very early feminist political theory. It existed. It's not as if it didn't exist, um, but it did not make its way. 
uh, as uh, you know into uh, you know so fully and in the way that it deserves to um, in uh, Marxist analysis of capitalism until really the uh, the 1970s, right? That's when we start getting this comprehensive treatment of what were what was uh, came to be known as the domestic labor debates in the 70s, um, in which you know we see Marxist feminists fleshing out how uh, this kind of this capitalist separation of the production of commodities um, from the reproduction of workers, right? The kind of everyday reproduction of workers, uh, as well as the intergenerational reproduction of, of workers, right? And, and through that, you know, uh, that separation became a source of oppression of women under capitalism, right? And, and uh, further layers of oppression than were faced by other groups um, and different kinds of, of oppression as well. And so, what again, it wasn't until really, you know, the 1970s that we get the comprehensive treatment of this in the kind of Marxist feminist uh, scholarship and literature, it starts become you know breaking into mainstream currents of social thought and and political thought, um, but at the same time, right, like those debates start petering out as as Mal uh, as Mal maps out here that you know by the night you know this is happening in the seventies, but by the nineteen eighties. There, you know, other forms of analysis took hold, right? It wasn't that like Marxism or social theory was like, oh, okay, we we figured this out and and we've acknowledged it, and now we can move on and never talk about it again. It was more that um, that it, different waves of of social theory and political thought came in, right? We start seeing more of a focus on post-structuralist theories of gender um, that tended to be more preoccupied, as Mao puts it, with more or less idealist conceptions of discursive power. So here are things, you know, ideology, discourses, um, these kinds of things. And, and those, those waves, those kind of, the, the, the fads of that theory pushed out uh, Marxist feminism and its focus on a materialist emphasis of labor and social reproduction, right? And so uh, it was, you know, the, the kind of petering out here was more to be, was more caused by a, uh, a difference of theoretical fads and focuses um, than anything else. But... but, but, but.